The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Save big money on everything for your next project at Menards. Spring is here making it the perfect time for outdoor projects. Suncast storage sheds are an excellent solution for protecting outdoor lawn and gardening tools. They're easy to assemble, and the all-weather construction provides water resistance and UV protection. Save big on Suncast storage sheds. View our selection of Suncast products today in-store and on Menards.com. Save big money at I wouldn't say this around Sex Panther, but I don't think Notre Dame's a bad team. Really don't. I don't think they're terrible. I don't don't necessarily dislike them that much. Absolute sports betting degeneracy. Hey everybody, Arch here. It is that time of the week. It's time to talk week 13 of college football. I got Panther with me. What's going on, Panther? Oh my God, week 13. It's almost over. I, I feel like we're only maybe halfway through. Too many things not figured out. A lot of uncertainties out there. Can't believe it's we're almost to conference championships. Went by too fast. It really did. It really did. It blew, just blew by. All right, we're also going to get the disembodied voice of Dr. Earns telling us what games he liked. I had a conversation with Earns earlier. He gave me his picks, his thoughts, his uh, feelings, and we're going to pipe those in here too. I put the whole raw, unedited conversation over on Patreon. So the patrons, you guys got that already. So, But for everybody else, we're just going to tighten it up. We're going to edit it up. Hopefully this flows okay. Sound good, Panther? I like it. All right, let's get to it. First game earns likes Colorado State at Wyoming. We're looking at 113, 114. The, yeah, uh, not a game. Yeah. Not a game that I looked at at all. Um, I, no. you know, I didn't didn't have a chance to um, listen to uh, you and earns, but my initial reaction and in looking at it would have been I probably would have leaned Wyoming, but it wasn't a game that I was on. Okay. Yeah, looking at this one, whew, six and a half. That seems pretty close. Oh, man. Let's see. Mm-hmm. Public and money. Actually, they're split. Public is on Wyoming. Money is on Colorado State. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I'm going to probably lean with you and take Wyoming. Let's see what Dr. Ernst had to say. All right. Just going to have a lean here towards Colorado State because I think they're healthy, especially on defense. They've been playing better lately. And I think they can keep it home uh, close here. Now, this I don't know too much research on. I know Wyoming is a very high altitude, but Colorado State, I think, plays at a high altitude as well. So maybe there's not that much of a difference there. But I'll lean Colorado State and maybe the under two. Both these teams have good defenses. Next up, we got Michigan at Indiana. This is game Panther 121-122. Are you on this one? Uh, first game that I'm on. And if All you right. guys have been uh, downloading and listening to every single episode, you know there's no chance in hell I'm taking those horse from Ann Arbor. Um, <laughs> it, 
Indiana, Indiana's been playing phenomenal this season. Uh, their offense can really, really score points. I hit it on the head last week uh, when I got IU plus the points against Penn State. They had a chance to actually win that game. Um, you know, Indiana basketball school has been anything but recently, but their football program seems to be going the right direction. I'm not, I have no doubt that the Wolverines, to me, probably win this game, but it is on the road. And some points are going to be scored. I think Indiana can cover. So I'm betting the Hoosiers here. Oh, you are. You're pulling the trigger. I like it. Let's see. Public and money are both on Michigan. The line's gotten one and a half points worse for them. It opened up about eight. It's about nine and a half now. So there is that. All right. Well, let's see what Earns has to say. Uh, I did uh, take a little bit of Michigan minus eight early in the week. and uh, But at this point, Look, IU, I think, look, this could be, they might have benefited from a sandwich uh, spot last week with with Penn State. Penn State having Ohio State on deck. Now Michigan has Ohio State on deck next week, and Michigan played in a big game against Michigan State last week. So maybe IU is in another good spot sandwich-wise here. But uh, look, I think IU is solid, but I think their luck's kind of running out a little bit. And um, Watt failure the IU's leading receiver was knocked out of last week's games he's questionable my gut says he's not playing I think that'll be a big loss and so I'm going to lean at this point with Michigan minus the points okay you want to touch on totals in that game 54 and a half Panther Um, you think it's going to be a shootout you think it's going to be a a low scoring I mean 54 and a half that puts you at yeah see whack that Look that half, 27, 27. I think it's going to be over. I, th- I think I think the Wolverines are going to have to put up some points to win this game. So, yeah, I, I would probably lean the over on that one. Man, that is – it's right on the line, dude. 51 and a half. I love the over. 54 is close. I, I would probably – oh, man, this, <laughs> this is really tough. I will lean the under here ever so slightly. I'm not betting it, but it's just a lean. I don't see, as far as totals go, a whole lot that I do like. Maybe a couple. Maybe we can find one or two. All right, next up, we got Texas A&M, Georgia, 125-126. Is this one of yours, Panther? This is one of mine. I, t- I touched on this. I touched on Texas A&M all the way back at the beginning of the season um, when they played Clemson uh, about their schedule that they had. In my opinion, they have the hardest schedule. They lost to Clemson. They lost to Alabama. They lost to Auburn. And here's number four of their, you know, juggernaut of top ten teams that they've had to play uh, going against the Bulldogs. Thing here is A&M has really gotten right since that Alabama game. Uh, they took care of Mississippi, Mississippi State. I'll give them a pass on Texas San Antonio. And they obliterated South Carolina, who, mind you, is the team that beat Georgia. So Georgia at home here getting 13 or giving them, excuse me, 13 points. I just feel like that's way, way too many points. Um, I'm going to take the Aggies plus those 13 points. All right, man. Let's see here. Earns wasn't on this game. So this is just you and I here talking. Public is on A&M money. The majority of the money seems to be on Georgia. So this could be a little bit of a trappy, trappy line shift here. Uh, with the majority of money coming in on Georgia. Line getting slightly better for them, slightly worse for AM. Let's get that official. Let's get that. Uh, let's see. 14. Yeah, it opened up Georgia minus 14. Now they're minus 13. Mm, mm, mm. 
It's tough. I think they're probably on the right side of this. But I can't I can't discount the Bulldogs enough. I can only lean that way. So I'm going to lean Georgia minus the points. Or excuse me, I'm sorry. Yeah, no, I'm yeah, I'm going to lean Georgia. Fuck it. <laughs> Fade the Panthers. It's not even a fade. It's just this is close, man. I mean, would it really surprise you if it's a 14-point game? I guess it would. Well, so here's here's what I'm looking at. Georgia's last four games, mm-hmm. they scored 21 against Kentucky. They scored 24 against Florida, 27 against Missouri, and 21 against Auburn. So the highest output they've had in the South Carolina game they lost was 17. The highest output in their last five games is 27 points. You're telling me Texas A&M can't score two touchdowns? That's where I'm at on this game. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's a good point. Uh, the total in this one is open to 46. It's 44 now. So it's trending under. Public and money are on the under. Uh, no, I, I, I think both these teams get into the 20s. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to lean the over on this one. Right. The double fallacy, right? That's it. <laughs> well, I mean, it has to be. And, you know, and, and I was pointing out Georgia's output. Texas A&M has scored 30, 45, 49, and 24 their last four games. So they've, they've kind of got things going uh, offensively. I think this will be an overplay. Okay. Yeah. I'll lean the over with you here, too. It's not one of my favorite overplays, but I'm leaning it here. All right. Next up, my man, we got Oklahoma State at West Virginia. This is a play earns light. Uh, are you on this one? Uh, I am on this one. I'm okay. scrolling through trying to find it. <laughs> it's 129-130. Yeah, unfortunately, ESPN doesn't list things. They list things in, in a time slot. So um, I've got – so I jumped on uh, Oklahoma State here, and part of it is they – look, I, I'm a big believer in Mike Gundy. Um, they've played well. It's, they've won their last three games, including that, that big win at Iowa State. Uh, West Virginia lost four in a row until that big upset at Kansas State. Um, and, and make no mistake about it, that was an upset. Uh, West Virginia is just in complete rebuild mode. You know, the brand new coach this year. Um, they just actually, I think they probably overperformed because given how they came out of the gate against James Madison and and uh, some of the lesser teams, I I wasn't sure they would actually win a game, but. Uh, for them to only be, you know, whatever it is, I'm showing five and a half uh, against Oklahoma State. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely on the Cowboys here. I can't disagree with anything you said. I West Virginia was the second worst, is the second worst team in the Big 12. I just don't know that they can keep it within seven against Oklahoma State. I expect Oklahoma State to come out and win, uh, you know, by a touchdown. So I'm do it. I'm gonna I'm gonna pull the trigger with you and I'm gonna bet Oklahoma State. Let's see what Dr. Ernst has to say. Yeah, honestly, I don't have much on this game. I don't know why I threw it out there, but I because I just talked about <laughs> I just talked about West Virginia and they they are switching to a new quarterback. Um the the mullet there at Oklahoma State, uh Gundy. Uh, look, they're without Tylen Wallace, he's the all-American receiver, but um I was on Oklahoma State last week. I'll probably just lean him this week. So we'll say that just a lean for Oklahoma State. I think you talked to me into it. It is at West Virginia, but uh, yeah, why not? They got to win some games. All right. The total in this one, man, is 61. Or excuse me, it opened at 61, 54 and a half now. 
So uh, it's, it's, I, was it's, it's 61. I, was, I was like, that's not what I see. 54 and a half is where it is now. Public's on the over, the money's on the under. So the shift down, almost a touchdown, makes sense. You know, West Virginia scores 21. They give up 31. Oklahoma State scores 36, gives up 27. So we got two, you know, typical Big 12 porous defenses here. Um, the, the points scored adds up to about 50. I think they've got it right. The 61, I think, would have been an easy underplay. I'm probably going to lean under, but mm. I would definitely be, be off of that one. No, I'm gonna I'm gonna lean the over here. It's not an official overplay, but I'm leaning the over here. Fifty four and a half. I think they can do it. I think 60, 61 was, as you said, was clearly under. I think fifty four and a half is probably over. It's it just, just makes a, me wonder why it's taking a dive that much. That, that's a significant dive. Yeah, it's it it is a significant dive. Um, we'll see. Maybe somebody out there knows something we don't. <laughs> Always possible. Next up, Dr. Ernst has a play, 143-144, Illinois at Iowa. I don't know if this is a game you have an opinion on. Um, it is a game that I glanced at. Uh, you know, I, I talk about Iowa quite a bit. Every single game that Iowa's in uh, is a close game. It doesn't matter if they win, lose, whatever. It, it is a close game. Um, they upset Minnesota last week. I, I, well, I call it an upset. They were actually favored in that game. Uh, we're really close against Wisconsin. Almost pulled that one off. Illinois can score some points. Um, you know, Mike, and like I said, Iowa plays everybody tough. So I would lean Illinois here plus the points, um, but I did not have an actual betting stake in this game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I'm with you, except I think I do want to pull the trigger here. I think 15 and a half is probably too many. I think we can do that. I think we can. I think we can hang. I think I will bet Illinois plus the 15 and a half here. Uh, see the public. Well, Christ, the public's on Illinois. The money's on Iowa. <laughs> Shit. Shit. You already committed. I did. I locked myself in. Oh, well, fuck it. Here we go. Let's see what Dr. Ernst had to say about this. Yeah. So th- this was, this was another one I kind of tossed out on discord at 12, right? When it opened, I think it was, Sunday Sunday night, um, and I was on the Iowa side. Uh, look, I don't love Iowa, but um, you know, I just think Illinois is really not that good of a team. They've got their team that will miss assignments defensively, and they were getting pounded by Michigan State for a while there until Michigan State got a couple more players hurt. Um, I yeah, I'm, I'm still going to lean. Iowa here minus those points. It was a bet for me at 12, but uh, I don't know if I can do it at 15. All right. Panther, I don't know if you have a strong opinion about the totals in this game, but it's 47 and a half up from 46 and a half. I don't have a strong opinion. It's a very interesting number because Illinois, like I said, can put up some points, but Iowa has such a very, very good stingy defense. Um, You know, if it's a, if it's a defensive game, then then your Illinois play, I think, is fantastic. Um, and if it's a if that's an overplay, I think Illinois kills them. Um, I'd probably lean the under. Okay. I yeah, it's very close. I'm gonna lean the under with you as well. There we go. All right. Next up, we got 145, 146. Purdue at Wisconsin. Massive line here. A lot of chalk. I know you love it. Um. 
not on this game, but <laughs> I, but yeah, the, the the amount of chalk is kind of what kept me off. But look, Purdue's been really bad this year. Can can they win? Can they keep it within twenty four? Maybe. Can they lose by twenty four? Definitely. Um, I, my question with Wisconsin is always going to be, you know, how much heart they play with, um, given you know that they. The, those two losses to Illinois and Ohio State, they could still get a pretty big bowl game. Um, but 24 and a half, I, you know, I'd probably lean Purdue, but I'm generally off that game. Okay. I don't really have an opinion on this one either. It's too many points. I don't know anything about Purdue, honestly. Um, let's see. So, I think let's see. Third quarterback. Are they really? Yeah. I can't touch it. I, it, Whenever I take those massive underdogs, it doesn't ever seem to go well. Let's see what Dr. Ernst has to say. Yeah, at that point, I got to at least lean on the Purdue side there. I was kind of leaning there anyways. And uh, I just think Purdue's well-coached, and I think they're going to figure something out. And they do have their third-string quarterback playing again at Purdue. But 24 and a half is a lot of points, so I'd lean the Boilermakers. Okay. The total in this game is 48 that's where it opened. That's where it is. 48. The public and money are both on the over. This is about as close as you can get without triggering my little over system. It's almost a play, not quite a play. I'm leaning over pretty hard in this one. I don't know about you. I mean, you got to be at you got to be at like 34 to 14. I could I could see it. Yeah. I could I could, I could see it. I'd lean it. I'd lean the over, but I I man, I'd probably stay away from it, honestly. Yeah, you know, I like to say you got just gotta dig in the couch cushions and find a few points. We gotta dig in the couch cushion cushions and find a lot of points. Uh it's not so it's not quite an overplay, but it's close. It's close. I, th- I think if you're looking for those points, you're looking for Wisconsin to score about forty five points. <laughs> that's that's what yeah, that's what you need right there, no doubt. All right, 147-148, Kansas at Iowa State. Les Miles and his Jayhawks are plus 25 against the Cyclones. I do, um, just like we do with the Mighty Irish, I do include the Jayhawks in every one of my uh, little sheets of integrity here. Um, Because of one Mr. Archibald Stanton, we cannot do a show without talking about your Homer team. Uh, You know, we we got a bright future for the Jayhawks, right? We got Les Miles. We got uh, they pulled off uh, some upsets this year, but generally speaking, they're still Kansas. Uh, I don't think anybody in their right mind would lay a money line bet on this game and thinking Kansas is going <laughs> to win. But I do think they can stay within twenty-five. Iowa State's. I, I just. I don't get it. They're getting way too much love for me. Um, the the. 25 points just seems really aggressive. Um, I think this is a much closer game than that. Uh, So I will take the Jayhawks plus 25. I like it. I like it. I'm with you. I'm with you, man. I think the Jayhawks can do it. I'm going to bet them plus 25 too. Looks like there's some asshole out there who did actually pull the trigger on a money line. (laughs) Not many, but there's some. They wanted that plus 1,400 Jayhawk action. I mean, there's there's value, right? There's a Max's value play. That's it's worth ten bucks. <laughs> Max would also say things have to be plausible to happen to have value. Uh, I don't know if that's possible. 
All right, Panther, the total in this game is 58. It's down from 59 with everybody on the under. Um, I mean, 59 is what they score. 57 is what they give up combined. I mean, they're nailing that number. Yeah. Um, double fallacy. We're gonna need we're gonna need the underplay here. <laughs> That's kind of where my head's at too. Yeah, we need the fallacy. We need the underplay. Let's do it. I'm gonna lean the under here as well. All right. Next up, I got 151, 152. I don't think you're on this game, but Earns was Oregon at Arizona State. Yeah, I'm not on this game, but it definitely is one that I looked at. Um, I really, really like this Oregon team, and I think we're on a collision course uh, for the Ducks and the Utes, uh, not youths, uh, the Utes of Utah uh, for a Pac-12 championship game. Both these teams have a lot to prove, uh, and I think they're just going to continue to take care of business till they get to that game. Um, 14, really really doesn't seem like it's that much to me. Uh, Arizona State can score, but their defense will give up some points. Oregon's defense has just been, has been for the most part, otherworldly all season. Uh, I like the Ducks here in a very heavy lean, but I did not bet this game. Gotcha, gotcha. Very heavy lean. This is a tough one. I think the I think of the 14 points, which is where it's at, Oregon minus 14. I think that's razor thin. I think that's probably right. I'll lean with you, but I got I got no. I'm not taking this game. Let's see what Earns had to say. Look, Arizona State, I think they give Oregon a scare here. Maybe Oregon's on uh, upset alert here. Oregon is going to play against the Sun Devils defense that I think is going to have a pretty good showing. I think Mario Cristobal has been a little more conservative this year and going to a little more grounded pound than I expect. More of that. Kind of, I would expect like this get out of dodge type game for Oregon, a team that's trying to make the playoffs. I know some people are going to say, well, they got to run it up. And so some people are going to play that angle. I'm not sure that they can against uh, Arizona State. Um, so I'm taking the Sun Devils uh, plus those points. And uh, I think they could, Oregon could be an upset alert. All right. The total in this game was 52 and a half down from 55 and a half. Public and money are both on the under. So it's, it's trending the right way. 52 and a half. What do you think with these defenses? Yeah, I, th- I think that I think the underplay lines up here. The, the, with the line, the 14 point line and the over under, I've got that at about 34 to 20. Uh, seems a little aggressive. Um, I would probably lean me under there. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm leaning the under here as well, no doubt. All right, we're going to skip that game. We're going down to 177-178, Texas at Baylor. Your beloved Longhorns are plus six against Baylor. Oh, the Big 12 champion, Texas Longhorns. I don't know if I could have possibly gotten anything more wrong this season than how high <laughs> I was on the Longhorns. <laughs> um, they've found an incredibly bad, uh, you know, streak thing going here where they've lost one, won one, lost one, won one, lost one. They're due. Um, if Baylor lost their perfect season last week to Oklahoma, but look, they played Oklahoma so tough. Could have won that game. Maybe should have won that game. Should have won that game, man. Should have. Should have. Um, 
this is always the tough ones for me because when when you lose a game that you should have won it's it's up to the coaches it's you got to get those kids mindset right for that next game so my big thing here is going to be where's Baylor's heads for this game I think they've proven themselves that they were better than really anybody gave them credit for they probably should have moved up in the rankings even after that loss um, and I think you're going to see a Baylor-Oklahoma rematch for a Big 12 championship game. But as far as this game goes, look, I mean, to Texas to be 6-5, and five, you know, if they were to lose this game, I think – I just think Tom Herman's got to get this these guys up uh, for this game. I'll take the points and the Longhorns. Yeah, I, I – I don't know that Texas can win the game, but I think they can keep it close enough. This might be a field goal game. So I'll take Texas plus the points just based on that. It's six right now. Looks like it's going to be five and a half pretty soon. So it was a little trappy. It was it opened from Baylor minus four, Baylor minus six. So it got two points worse for them with the majority of public and money both coming in on Texas. So it looked like a little trappy, but it might be normalizing a little bit. We'll see if it kind of slides back. All right, let's see what Dr. Earns had to say about this. Yeah, I, I was surprised by how many Texas was getting last week, and I'm surprised again. A little bit, not not as surprised this week, but still a little a little surprised. I'm going with Texas again because I just think they're the better team. They've had some bad luck, and I don't see any reason why they would lay an egg. And um, yeah, the Baylor's had two fortunate overtime wins this year. All right, so the total in this one opened at 61. It's 58 and a half. Trending under. Everybody's on the under. 58 and a half, 31, 31, 24. Something right in that. That's what they're thinking. I'm over. Big 12 doesn't play defense. <laughs> uh, I'm with you. I'm leaning over here too. Just ever so slightly. Not, not a real play. All right. A game I'm pretty sure you're not on, but Dr. Earns was is next up. 179, 180. UCF versus Tulane. No, definitely not on this game. Um, <laughs> but I, I, I get it. I, I get the the interest here. I do like these, you know, mid-major schools. Um, I, I like to look at them, but for betting purposes, I find them a little bit harder. Central Florida being on the road, I think they're the better, you know, the better team. You know, they're, they're not used to having – three losses in three years, let alone one year. So they lost last week, well, two weeks ago to Tulsa. Um, they lost to Cincinnati. There's no, no shame in that one. Cincinnati's a really good team. Tulane lost to Temple last week, lost to Navy, lost to Memphis. I think this is probably a closer game than the six points, honestly. I, I think Tulane can keep this close. I would lean Tulane but I definitely would not bet this game. I've got no opinion on this one. I'm sorry to say. Uh, I really don't know anything about Tulane at all. I'll leave it to you and Ernst to make the moves here. I'll just follow you and see what Dr. Ernst has to say. Yeah, at home, Tulane, I think they're pretty healthy, and, and I think they're going to get one or maybe two of their running backs back, and uh, this is way too many points. I think Tulane could win. It's a tempting money line bet, uh, but uh, I'll be on the Tulane side here. That's a bet. All right, the total in this one is 70, up from 69. 
So this is going to be a high-scoring affair, according to Vegas. Yeah, and I'm even seeing uh, 71, um, so it might even go even higher. Their offenses combined put up 70, almost 80 points. So, so I, but I think they're expecting their defenses to not show up because UCF gives up only 23. Tulane only gives up 26. So, I mean, mm. are they saying their defenses aren't going to show up at all? Maybe so. Um, that's a that's a lot of disrespect, I think, to these to both teams' defenses. I will lean the under here. I like it. I like that play. I'm going to lean the under here ever so slightly too. I'm not crazy about it. I can't pull the trigger, but I think you're probably on the money here. It doesn't take much to screw up a 70 point over. Just a few, just a few gaffes here and there, and it's going to hit the under. Couple, couple turnovers, couple, yeah. you know, just run out the clock, something. Yeah, just yeah. that's a, that's a lot of points. It is. All right, next up, 195, 196, Tennessee at Missouri. The Volunteers are three and a half point road dogs at the Missouri Tigers. Oh, my God. This is a shit show. Missouri made me money at the beginning of the season. They can't do anything right. Their offense just flat out disappeared. Their last – listen to this. Their last four losses, they've scored 6, 0, 7, and 14. You said that like it's a bad thing. That's what they've scored. (laughs) Tennessee could probably add that up. and I just don't get what the hell's going on. Both these teams – Tennessee is on a three-game winning streak. They're going the right direction. Missouri can't even make a bowl. I think they've packed it in. You know, they're they're on um, the Dean – you know, the uh, blacklist for the NCAA this year. So, they have nothing to play for. I wouldn't be surprised if they – bench Kelly Bryant and and get a look at whatever the future quarterback situation is going to be. But um, yeah, I, I think the play here is Tennessee plus they're getting points. I'd damn their money line. This one, this is mafia. If you're looking for something, this might be the, the, the play here, um, but I would take Tennessee here. All right. Let's see. I'm just trying to find the money line here real quick. Plus 160. 160, 165 right in there. Plus one sixty is what I got here. Uh, everybody in the world is on the Tennessee money line. Makes sense. You wouldn't take Missouri minus one eighty against anybody. So that makes no. sense. Uh, let's see. Public and money are both on Tennessee. So that little bit of hook that got shaved off seems to make sense. Uh, let's see what Doctor Ernst has to say. I'm off this game. Yeah, I mean, I just uh, think Tennessee had some bad luck early. I think they're getting it going, and I'm just. Gonna kind of hit the Tennessee button here down the stretch. So uh, it's at Missouri. Basically, this is uh, these team two teams are are even. That's why Missouri's getting four points. And uh, look, Tennessee had a chance late versus uh, Bama before uh, Garitano went rogue and had that uh, fumble, and uh, Bama picked it up and ran it like 99 yards back for the touchdown. That was like a, a, a touchdown game up until that point. So, you know, Tennessee can play. They've got some good players, and I'm taking Tennessee plus the points. All right, the total in this one is 45 and a half, and it hasn't really moved. So uh, public and money are both on the under here. Yeah, this is definitely an underplay for me just because, like I pointed out, Missouri can't score. They just can't get out of their own way. Tennessee's not going to score – 35 points. I mean, as bad as Missouri's offense has been, their defense has played relatively well. So, yeah, I think this is an underplay. Okay, okay. All right, next up, second to last game, Penn State, Iowa – Iowa State, Ohio State. 
This is a game you wanted, so I'll give you the reins. 18 and a half. That's what Ohio State's favored by. I just don't. Okay, first off, we would never, ever compare Iowa State to Ohio State. (laughs) Whoops. Oops. Two different conundrums here. Ohio State is, with, with all due respect to LSU and much respect to LSU, Ohio State looks to be the best team in the country and easily in the top two. If we get anything short than Ohio State versus LSU in a national title game, we're getting robbed. I want that game so bad. Penn State, um, you know, they, they tripped up at Minnesota. They almost got tripped up at Indiana. Neither one of those teams can sniff the Buckeyes jockstrap. This is a blowout. 18 and a half is not even close to enough points. I'm taking the Buckeyes in a landslide. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Public and money both agree with you. Buckeyes in the landslide. Man, this is close. I, I don't think I can pull the trigger. I don't hate where you're at. I'm leaning with you. But 18 and a half is so many points. I know Ohio State's the best team. I know Penn State's you know not quite the best team. Nine and one, though. You don't think it could end up being like 40 to 24 Penn State covers the 18? No. Okay. <laughs> no, no, because here's the thing. Nobody has scored 24. Rutgers has scored the most points against Ohio State, 21, and that was against Ohio State's C team. That game was already over. Nobody has scored that many points. The Ohio State defense is off the chain good. Mm-hmm. All right, well, let's look at the total then. 55 is where it opened. 57 and a half is where it's at now. Everybody's on the over here. If, if what you say is – yeah, yeah, 38 to 20 is what the math adds up to. Look, Penn State, I don't think Penn State's getting to 20, but I don't think Ohio State's stopping at 38. I'll take the over because I expect Ooh. the Buckeyes to roll. Okay. I'll lean the over with you. I like I like where your head's at. I'm just, just because I can't bet this one. I got a couple bets I do like in the over-unders. We'll get to that later. I uh, hate that this is a noon game. How is this not the primetime game? Yeah, it should be a primetime game. Yeah, I agree. All right, 161-162. Last game, Boston College at Notre Dame. Boston College opened up plus 19 points on the road against your Irish. It is now Irish minus 20 and a half against the team that lost to KU. Yeah, that was exactly where I was going to start. <laughs> the team that lost to Kansas. Um, you know, I Notre Dame – they had me worried, you know, much so after that Ann Arbor game. Then they snuck a win out of the jaws of defeat uh, against Virginia Tech. But they've kind of righted the ship, and they've looked a lot better the last two games. Duke and Navy, um, the offense has put up 90 points of offense. Defense only gave up 27. They seem to be trending the right direction. One of the things that's of interest here, little side notes now. So Brian Kelly – uh, his name has surfaced this week. Florida State uh, has interest in Brian Kelly. As we know, there's a vacancy down in Florida State. As I've pointed out on numerous occasions, I don't believe Brian Kelly gets past the 2020 season. Um, not by his own undoing. I, I think he's been very successful at Notre Dame, but uh, there's this hollowed record owned by Newt Rockney, and I don't believe they'll ever let a coach stay long enough to break that record. Uh, so, so Brian Kelly's tenure at Notre Dame, I believe, is coming to a close. How the players play, 
um, and, and, and if there's any even truth or belief in that, um, you know, could lead to how Notre Dame plays. But at home, um, it's going to be ugly conditions. That, that's the one, you know, we're supposed to get some rain and snow over the weekend, um, cold. I, I kind of don't like that part of it, but Boston College is just not very good. Um, 20, though, 20 is so many. I almost bet all my Notre Dame games, but I'm probably just – this is probably just going to be a lean for me. Um, I'm going to lean Boston College with the points, mostly because of that those weather conditions. And Brian Kelly has shown he don't know what the fuck to do when it's raining on a, on a sloppy <laughs> I like it. I really do. The plus 20 and a half. I like that a lot. I don't know if I'm going to bet it. Is it really going to snow? Do we know that for a fact? Snow and rain? And I think the snow's snow. late. The, the rain is, is um, in the forecast. The snow is later in the evening when the temperature drops. But th- it's the rain. Like I go back yeah. to, um, you know, that, that Clemson game a couple years ago. They, they insisted on throwing the ball, the Ann Arbor game a month ago. And, and even with in good conditions, Notre Dame really has not had much of a running attack. So if it's going to be a sloppy field, I just don't trust Notre Dame's rushing, rushing game. Mm, mm. It makes me want to be at Bet BC an awful lot. Uh, I'm just leaning them right now, though. Money's on Notre Dame, trending in the right direction, up for, you know, down from 19 to down to 20 and a half. So it makes sense there. What was the record that Newt Rockney held? You just alluded to it. What was it? Uh, I'm not exactly sure what the exact number is. I think it's something like 127, the, the number of wins at Notre Dame. He's the all-time winningest coach. I, I even uh, have always suggested that the reason Lou Holtz was kind of okay with leaving and maybe slightly forced out was if he would have stayed one more year, he would have broken Newt Rockney's record. So um, Newt Rockney has the most wins at Notre Dame. No other coach has ever uh, broken that obviously. And I don't think, I don't think either if Notre Dame officials or a head coach themselves would want to even be that guy. Um, I, God. you know, if I'm Brian Kelly, I can't break Newt Rockney's record and still not even have a new national title to show for it. Like get me out of here, man. I can't believe that. I, it sounds plausible. It just makes me hate Notre Dame even more than I already do. <laughs> God, that is such a go. Oh, you got to fire you before you break one of our records. Jesus. Oh, I think Lou Holtz stepped down. I think Lou Holtz, he's, he's such a humble guy. I think Lou stepped down. Everybody else, I mean, everybody else was old. You know, Era, Era was mm-hmm. older and um, he had his national titles. He was out of there. Divine yep. didn't stay very long, but um when they let yeah. Ty Willingham go way before he got close to the record. So maybe it's true. It would help if you had a winning season once in a while. <laughs> 64. 64 is the total here. In a game you think is going to be a sloppy mess. You think Notre Dame's getting a 40? Fuck no. Hell no. I'm so, I'm so under. It, it might be actually 40 for the two teams combined. If, it, if the field is a sloppy mess like I'm predicting – um, you know, I think we're probably looking at something maybe closer to 24 to 17 or something. It's, it, I don't think they get 65. It would have you to be like, a clear. You don't like betting totals. You're going to pull the trigger on this one or is this just a lean? <sighs> you know, I will bet that since I didn't bet the game, I will bet the, the uh, over under. I will t- take the under 65, 64, oh, whatever nice. it is. I like it. I like it. I'm with you too. Public and money are both on the over, so it's getting bigger. It was 61 is where it opened, 64 now. It might continue to grow. Keep an eye on that. But I like it. I like what you're saying. It's if it's going to be a sloppy mess. Two teams that I don't know what their motivation is here too either. Uh, I'll take the under here as well. 
All right. There's Nothing a couple about the weather that pretty much throws everything out the window. <laughs> that's, that's, that's true. That's true. There is a game I wanted to look at real quick. <laughs> I know, I know, I know what everyone's going to say. West Carolina at Alabama. Alabama is right around minus 56 and a half against West Carolina. It's going to be a beatdown. The total in this game has just plummeted. It wasn't 73. It's at 61 and a half now. We all know why. We all know why it's going down. I don't care. It's West Carolina. It's Alabama. I am taking the over 61 and a half. I know. We know why. And it all makes sense. Everybody in the world's on the under. I like the over here. Well, we know why, but look, Alabama scored 38, 41, 48, 35, 47. They're going to have to score all the points. I think they can. I I don't think West Carolina is going to score. I mean, you're you're digging the couch cushions. You're flipping the couch cushions. You're digging in the ashtray in the car. You're scrounging for some points here. I get the logic. I'm probably on the under. Okay. I'll put you in for a lean under. I can see Nick. I mean, this game should be in check relatively quick. I can see him calling off the dogs. We're, you know, at the junior college transfers coming in, whatever the hell. Um, and they, Grant, they're still going to try. They're still going to be better than West Carolina, but that's a, a lot of points. <laughs> it is. It is. One more, real quick, since we're on a roll. Samford. Samford at Auburn. 64 is the total here. I think Auburn can do it. I'm going to take the over in this one as well. Samford and son, huh? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think they can do it. Auburn minus 48 and a half. The total is 64. Everybody's on the under. I'm taking the over. Auburn beat Arkansas 51 to 10. So there's 61 points. I just need an extra Arkansas. field goal. One more field goal. Hey, you need Samford to be better than Arkansas, which might not be that hard. Um, I get it. I, 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 think, I think I would lean the under here. And here's the other thing you keep in mind. Okay, Auburn, yeah. it's never a coincidence. This is every single year. Auburn and Alabama both have these quote-unquote bye weeks leading up to next week's <laughs> showdown. Right. Right. So they don't want their starters out there excessively long. They don't want any significant injuries because it's the Iron Bowl next week. So, again, just like the Alabama game, I think I'm on the under here because I don't think they're going to expose their players. We'll see. Maybe they can take all their defense out, too, and just let them run up and down the field. They could. But, hey, since we're on a roll, I'll give you one more then. Shoot. As soon as I find it. Um LSU against yeah. Arkansas. Minus 43. Yeah, Arkansas is horrible. They're, they're, they're Division three horrible. This is a mismatch. LSU probably will cover, um, but the, the 70 points, I mean, if you're looking for an over-under, LSU like it, went. Huh? Dude, they went, they went over 90 last week against Mississippi. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think if you're looking for an over under play, this might be the one. All right, I got you in. You're taking it over. Over. All right, let's do it, Panther. That's pretty much it for me. I don't know if you have anything else. 
Nope, that's it. Um, I apologize to uh, all our loyal listeners. Just the way the the week and the weather shaped up, uh, Ernst and I weren't uh, able to get together, um, so we had to do two separate shows and patch it together. Arch and his mastery behind the scenes, but uh, hey, a big day of football. So you guys know the drill. If you're on some of these games. Get on Discord, shoot the shit with us, let us know what you got going on. And when it's all said and done, kids, let's all make some money, fools! Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owner-operators of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.